Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. You know, <laughs> I'm highly entertained by getting to look at the messages from Ed. I like how you and I compete for his attention, and and, uh, and when one of us gets in trouble or, or gets thrown under the bus, um, the other one immediately jumps on the bandwagon. So are you in this email chain from no. yesterday, Josh? No, yeah, no, the no. owner of the company, the great one. Uh, Ed Levine. Yeah. So he, 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 I think it went something like this. So Paulie put out some, like, uh, attachment uh, to uh, a piece of, of Alec's piece that we had. My brother Alec was on the show where he, you know, we talked about him actually running for president of the United States. To preface uh, it, I was nervous. I didn't know if I should send it out because I didn't know if, like, I didn't want to stir something up for him <laughs> or you. But I sent it out to, like, national news places. This is a show, and I own the show. Yeah. So... Throw him under the bus. <laughs> if he's going to come on the show and talk about it, I know my brother's going to say the same thing. I said it. I'll stand by it. No, we didn't say he was running, but we 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 entertained the possibilities of what if he did. And and you know, what I liked about it the most was he didn't even flinch when I said, "Can you beat him?" Because I would kill him. Well, it was yeah. all newsworthy stuff. I tweeted as soon as it was while it was happening that there was twenty different news articles that could be written about that interview. Right. The fact that nobody like took it and ran with it. Was something that I, that Polly felt like somebody should be listening to this and writing about. It. Right. But you're not going to get Alec Baldwin on any radio show anywhere right. for 40 minutes. Right. So 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 Ed turns around and takes a look at whatever release that uh, Polly did, and he goes, "Way to go, numb nuts! You didn't mention ESPN at all." He said, know? "Where's the ESPN mention, mole? Fail. Exactly Fail. right. Yeah." yeah. yeah. And, so. and and to Polly's defense, he didn't write the article. He just submitted the link. The article wouldn't have happened had Polly not sent it out to the news. How dare you def- defend Polly? But the article links right to our website and your podcast, so people will automatically get your show's podcast. <laughs> okay. So I got, uh, where's the ESPN mention, mole, fail, to which I responded, how's your butthole feeling about now, mole? <laughs> then Polly wrote, my butthole feels fine. Links right to the podcast page. Now, if we could just get you to say something interesting. <laughs> you as opposed yeah. to your brother. He, says, I get it. he right. says me. And I said, it's a black Mercedes G500. Have it washed and have back by 4 p.m., please. Thanks. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I sent the press release out to everybody. Only right wing, like extreme right wing. Uh, websites picked it up. Of course. Like, and so what was the release? Can you read us the release? What did you send up? Nothing. I just said Alec Baldwin was on ESPN Radio's The Daniel Baldwin Show, says he could beat, you know, Trump, Donald, Trump. Donald Trump if he ran, and it went to CNN, ABC, everybody. Everybody got it. And... Like the Daily Wire and WMD <laughs> Infowars or somebody, yeah, exactly. Yeah, all picked. Well, why don't we? Why don't we? Cut, why don't we cut out an excerpt of it and tweet it to the president in a couple of minutes? That's what well. I'm sure he's seen it now because it's all. It was all over Twitter last night. Like all the everybody was like, "Scoop, oh. scoop." Oh. But did they mention ESPN at all? That's all Ed cares about. <laughs> right. Did they mention it? That's all that Ed cares yeah. about. 
They is didn't mention still, the radio station. Is he still in D.C.? Yes. Well, he's just ham and egging it up there, huh? He's having Down a great there. time. I know he is. I know he is. Is Pam with him? No, I saw her yesterday. Wow, he just, he's working it. He's working it hard. He's making moves. I think he's going to. I think he's going to do some. Have you asked him if he's running for president? He could be running for president. We don't even know. I think he's a behind the scenes, you know, Illuminari guy. I don't you, think he. I don't think he's a front man like that. Yeah. He likes to be seen at a game, seen with the president. Then he's chopping out. He and they can to, make things he's, happen. He's a stealth kind yeah, of guy. I like it. He's stealth. Like and it. the guys that really run the show are those guys. You know, they, 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 you know, the big seven and they aren't countries. They're guys. I think Ed might be one of them. I think you're right. I think it's possible. He does wear a, a ring with some kind of odd uh, emblem on it. I wonder Taco what Bell symbol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, Paul, how do you like my Houston Rockets last night? Holy kid? cow. How do you like my Houston Rockets? One game, bro. No, I'm just saying. Everybody settle down. They, 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 yeah, they did. They played. They played a cool transition, small lineup. You know, as much as when he squared up to the basket, as it's leaving his hand when Curry shoots, you go, "Okay, there's three. You know, what I mean, yeah. like the guy just he's a machine. But that step back three that Harden has is just like he's got you know big seven foot guys out there trying to stop him, and they just can't. You give him an inch. But do you watch a game like last night and say, "Where's where would LeBron even fit in this? Like, why, why, where would well, he go? Well, I think that Paulie's going to tell you the same thing I would tell you. Any team has room to have LeBron yeah. James on it. He's just that good. Mm-hmm. So, but, but what, what I think people forget is he's pretty multifaceted. He's pretty, for a big guy, he's got decent three-point touch, you know, for sure. He can drive on anybody. He's so big and strong. But imagine him, you know, as a paint presence too. I mean, on that team, wow! You'd have to go. Who do you put on who? You got to put your fourth, third, or fourth guy because LeBron's not as fast as Harden, and he's not as fast as Chris Paul. You know, he's not as quick off the step. So you're putting your third fastest guy, LeBron James. The other thing is, these two teams don't need him. You know, I mean, sure, everybody could use LeBron James. It's going to help you. But these two don't need them, you know. They, well, yeah, here, here's just because one reason why I don't agree. The other doesn't mean. Here's the reason why I don't agree with that. You know, and honestly, and this may seem sacrilege, but um, I would rather have Harden and LeBron than Chris Paul and Harden. It, it, so you see where I'm going. Well, what they were able to do by bringing in Durant into Golden State was to just so open it up for Curry because he's a seven-foot-tall guy. you know. So no matter what, Chris Paul and Harden are not any kind of a threat. They're not a rebounding situation. LeBron James gets triple doubles. One of those categories every time is his rebounds. So you know he's a presence inside, too. And I don't know, man. I mean, all three of those guys. Listen, it's the same thing they did in Miami. They bought themselves a title. I think that Golden State, when they got Kevin... Um, did the same thing too, and and you know what? There's only two in Houston. If there's three, it's a whole different ballgame. And they, and they can might they might be able to beat them with just two. Houston had five guys over 15 points last night. You yeah, know, they're it, tough. It's they are tough. I if Houston goes on wins, why do either one of these teams even broach the idea of citing LeBron James? We donate them. We'll use our money. You know. I think that the reason why is because Golden State will be in the Western Conference Finals, you know, for the next five years. You know what I mean? Like for sure. 
And I think that you add LeBron, LeBron's only going to play a couple more years for sure. So, you know, again, if you can afford him and you can make it happen, do you not take him? If that's where he wants to, remember, it's going to be where he wants to go. If I'm him and I don't go to Philly, Houston, or somebody that's a contender, listen, someone said the other day, what if Golden State went after him? Well, that's what I'm saying. What if Golden State, then, then, but I think if you put him on Golden State, they're going to win 75 games or something. I mean, like, who's going to beat him? Yeah, but what I'm saying is if the Rockets go on to win this, make it to the finals, win the finals, why even? We don't need them. We're already well, okay. beating the Warriors so, without so, them. So if if you know uh, the Lakers during the during the you know Bird you know could have got Kevin McHale or Larry Bird in one of the off seasons that I really like to go play with Magic and uh, would you not go get him? You know what I mean? Like of course you'd get him. So I think the real the real, this is why does a dog <laughs> because he can you know what I mean? So if the, it, it's down to only a few teams that LeBron would consider at his age, playing for. He wants to play for a title. I don't know. I think there's so much bad blood between him and Golden State right now that he's only got a couple teams to pick from. He's going to Miami. He's going to you know, Philly. He's going to... I, I, I always said I'd love to see him in his career in New York. That would be, you know, amazing. If they got one more guy in LeBron, they'd walk through the East and, you know, he'd be, he'd be a Nick. God, the Knicks need a good team. So bad. And that, and and the 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 showcase of that of playing in the garden and and how many shoes you sell and business you do and blah blah, but you know what? Maybe it's not that important for him to win. Maybe he'll just go to the Lakers. I don't know. I I think winning's what's going to drive him. I think that's the only thing that's going to drive him. Me he too. wants to win. He wants to win a championship. My my bet now is about eighty five percent. He stays in Cleveland. The rest is he goes. So you think Cleveland's going to put the support around him? They can't even beat Boston. They're not going to beat Boston. Well, they got Boston. a good draft pick coming. They'll, I think they'll be fine. He's going to Houston. I'm telling you. He's going to Houston. Two-year deal. Maybe a three-year deal. He'll retire if they win two in a row. You'll see. Him and Kawhi to the Sixers would be nice. <laughs> him and Kawhi anywhere puts him you know, <laughs> deep into the playoffs. So it doesn't matter. He has that kind of factor behind him. Um, are we gonna have Joe Salzone do a so what? Because I, I got a so what. I, I can you give you a so what. We can you do two it. so what's if you want to for all that. Oh, Joe's so a so what. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what's not a so what? Oh, here we go. ESPN Syracuse wants you to go to the Mets Yankees at City Field on Sunday, June tenth. Be on the Bob's True Value bus. Hundred fifteen bucks get you to and from Queens on a Frank's Frank's tour bus. Get Cam's Pizza. Just go to ESPNSyracuse.com. Only about. A handful of tickets left to go. <laughs> there was 10 yesterday. Is there still 10? <laughs> you don't worry about it. I haven't checked. There's still 10. Actually, two people returned there for 12 exactly. now. Exactly. Oh, they heard 12. Paulie's on the bus. They How said, you know what? No, you. thank you. How dare you. This whole show's a so what? Are you, you? What goes on at nighttime over at that? Nothing. I just at, like at the, the love den. I just, the love nasium? I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I like to burn you. It's fun to roast people. I love it. It's no, not it's just not, it's you. A, it's, no, no, don't backtrack because you hit it on the head. You have It's a little bit of a personal affront. Does it go all the way back from the first time when I had to scold you? No, it's just growing up a short little Weasley guy. You got it. <laughs> You gotta find a way to. It's one thing I, to say you're vertically challenged. He's a short little Weasley thing to guy. Say I'm a Weasley yeah. guy. You get made fun look. of a lot when mm-hmm. you're tiny, and mm-hmm. you just gotta fight. But, back but the with... Weasley part was self-inflicted on you. Just described yourself as. We... Are you a weasel? I'm self-loathing. I'm a mole. I'm not no 
You can't be a weasel in a mole. And yeah. You can't be. You can't be. I think when you're down south and you're underground and you're a mole and you run into a weasel, who thinks you've got the worst end of the deal? He's done very well as a mole or he's, a weasel. He's, he's done well as both. He is. You know what? I think he's more a mole. Oh, yeah, he's more a mole. Yeah, I think he's more a mole. As he was sending out the press release about Alex Baldwin yesterday, he was asking, am I being a mole right now? Is this a moly mole move? Like you, ca- like you cared? No, I did. I didn't want to start trouble for the Baldwin family. Like, I didn't know if what? I didn't know if Alec wanted, like, say the president sees that now. It starts tweeting at him, and he's like, I got a kid on the way. So, I don't so, want to so, deal so, with this crap so, right now. So, so let's let's be accurate about it. And that. I like Alec. If it let's, was you, I wouldn't have stru- that, that's, that's, that's what I was about to say. Let's be accurate. I don't want to cause trouble for the Baldwin family. Since when did you... You care. It's Alec yeah. who's your buddy. Yeah, you're really worried about what Steven's thinking comes, down when, there. When, 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 exactly. When it comes to me, I've been thrown under so many number four buses with the big snow tires and chains on them oh. by you. My career, my this, my that. Then till Alec tells him it's not cool to do that about someone's acting career, he goes, well, I'd like to say that Daniel's had a distinguished, lovely career. And you know, So it's really driven by Big Al, isn't it? Yeah. Really, in in the truth is, if, He's Alec, my mole. if Alec was in here every day, Paul would be busting on his balls by now, too. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he, I would. No, he wouldn't. He'd buddy up. He'd buddy well, he's, up. he's garnered for that press secretary position that uh, Alec promised <laughs> exactly, him on the phone. Exactly. Listen, and, and he will. He'll be I the press, press secretary to Guam. He'll have to lower the podium a little bit, but otherwise, I mean, he'll come out there and... All right. even put him in the thing where you're cranking and pop goes the mole weasel. All right, Jim Acosta, you go first. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> Something something he's from Boston. I know, right? Jake Jake Tapper, your turn. Go ahead. And he'd be wearing this the Tatooine t shirt with a a Padres hat. He wouldn't put a suit on or anything. So great. Wouldn't shave. (laughs) Wouldn't shave. He's got khaki shorts on. What? He he looks like a short, thinner norm. Yeah. Asking questions about healthcare? I don't know. I don't know this stuff. What's the matter? You don't feel good? (laughs) Bring him some soup. (laughs) All right. We'll be back with more in just a minute. We're giving you more than the latest in sports. Oh, yeah. We're helping you lower your standards and expectations. Just as I thought. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 AM and 1440 AM. Follow the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio AM 1200. It's time for um, I just can't hide it I'm about to lose control and I just can't um. So what? It's unlistenable radio You understand me? Daniel Baldwin Show The Preakness is running this weekend 735 on May 20th So three days from now Oh boy you can hear it right here on ESPN Syracuse. I don't think I have that on the schedule. I better get that up there. Yeah, you might want to do that. Odds and uh, uh, positions have come out. Justify. Justify is obviously the overall favorite, followed by Good Magic and Quip in the number one post. Hey, uh, hey, racehorsing genius, you want to pick this one too? Well, you know, the problem with this is that if you just look at, at the, how they closed, I didn't think... Anybody was a threat to grab Justify Me. It didn't look like anyone was going to grab him. So obviously, coming off a win at the Derby with that many horses, this is going to be the favorite again. And and there's a, probably a really good chance that he wins it again. The, 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 the bigger event is, and, and that's why you see a lot of horses win the first two, but never, um, you're going to justify my love? I'm justifying it right now. 
yearning, burning. Charles Durning. Letter. <laughs> um, the, the bigger test of it all is when you go to the Belmont because you're running like two derbies. You know, mm-hmm. th- that's a monster run, and that's why they never complete the trifecta. They never do the triple crown because the Belmont's like what a mile and a half. I don't know the run of it. Yeah, it is. It's a big long run. So here's the odds. So Quip, Lone Sailor, um, three to one, Good Magic. Yeah. One to two, Justify Me. You know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the exact right now, and it's not going to be good magic. It's going to be in the exacta box, so you want to take the the horse to come in either first or second, um, justify, and a 12 to 1 quip. So I'm going to take quip to either win it all or, or come in second with justify me and the money. So it's those two horses. I'm going to go with a longer shot, and um, and that's that's my picks. All right, here's a so what for you. Mm. 1980s Madonna. Mm-hmm. Would you? <laughs> would you? Of course are you, you asking, would. Are you asking, did you, or are you asking, would oh, you? Would you? Oh! Did you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty. Yeah, that's that's the dumbest question. It's like him picking Justify. You just said Madonna hot in the 80s. Of course she is, you idiot. <laughs> He is so serious. How deep is the hole when you're the mole? I mean, when you you come out and ask a question like that, would you have been with Madonna in the '80s? Even everything you know. Would you not be with Madonna now? I'd be with her now. Pull up a picture of her right now. Madonna right now. Yeah, I don't get to pick the pictures. Images of Madonna right now. Madonna 2018. Put it in there. Madonna 2018. Let's see. She's gonna look Madonna right. She's gonna look like the crypt keeper. I know it right now. No, she's not. No, she's still getting it done. Look at that. Let's go full. Let's go full body. Still would. You still would, right? No, not in that picture. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying depends on the light. No, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I need to pull up something better. Yeah, yeah, hello. yeah. She could crack walnuts with those ah! thighs. <laughs> Holy crap! They are muscular. Yeah, but she's got that. She got that old lady bones like showing, like the ligaments. You can see. She them. probably has lunch lady flab too. Yeah, she's getting up there. She's, lunch lady flab. She's in her seventies. This show's gonna get canceled. Oh. by 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 so me or. <laughs> What is the movement they're doing now? Oh, me too, me too. Yeah, me too. Go we ahead. can say that she's attractive. Or she has lunch lady arms. She's got a pretty face with lunch lady arms. It happens with age. What do you get? <laughs> the, Cle- the Cleveland Browns will appear on this season's uh, H- of HBO's Hard Knocks. Oh, so that's so when they go in and they talk about... Uh, they just follow the team around. Last year camera. was the Buccaneers, right, Tampa well, Bay? Well, talk about the wrong team to follow yeah, around. No one cares. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2002. They are hard knocks. And they failed to eclipse five wins in 10 of the past 12 seasons. Oh, my goodness. Let me see. That's not bad body-wise no. for her age. What's going on? That's Madonna I now. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Now, that's the thing that kills like me about, about Robin. Robin puts this orange bathing suit on, and I, you know, I'm, my checkbook is out. <laughs> I'm like, whatever you want, what just you wear want? the suit. What are we doing? Whatever you say, sweetheart. Okay, honey. So, so Brown about the Browns. Browns, Browns yeah, so what? what? That's like watching. That's like that was like watching Anna Nicole Smith and wondering if the train was going to crash. Yeah, it's going to be a terrible. Go to a. Go to. A, I'd rather go. You know, I'd, I'd rather go see if they blew it on that show. I'll tell you why. What's the team you want to see 
right now in spring training? Who's the team? In, the Patriots. Out? No. 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 Nowhere near as entertaining as the obvious pick. Who? The Raiders with Gruden coaching for the first year and him hamming up the camera. Are you kidding me? I think that the benefit, I think you'd want to watch the Browns because, first of all, they got uh, Baker Mayfield coming in and they got Tyrod Taylor coming in from Buffalo. Wouldn't you want to see this drama? You wouldn't want to watch that? No. You don't care. There's nothing in that. So what? All right. Would you two hornballs stop looking at Madonna? We get it. Madonna's hot. My God. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Madonna. All right. Finally, and your so what? Which we can break. I've got. This is a so up, but then there's another so up. Shut up, the hard knock life, son. That's right. All right, go ahead. This is a so up, but then Daniel has the final so what, which will get be a whole other segment on itself. So. Uh, my final so what will be this. Michael Jordan has now become the first NBA player to spend, to reach over a billion dollars. He is now officially on the Forbes billionaires list at a whopping $1.65 billion net worth. Michael Jordan. He is making a hundred million dollars a year from Nike. Uh, he, uh, uh, it's endorsements upon endorsements upon endorsements. It's, it's all. Of right. Yeah. You know, for somebody who's had, I'll tell you why it's not a so what. For somebody who has had such an incredible influence on our society, I still watch, you know, I get um, BuzzFeed and some other things where I watch, and he's in it a lot. And he uh, he has this whole thing about LeBron being perceived by people. Even Paulie said this on the show recently. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm about to cross over to LeBron James, may be the greatest player ever. Boy, that matters so much to Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes all kind of. He he's got a video where he's holding up the rings, yeah, and 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 saying, you know, you're missing something, and you're this and. And I think to myself, does that really matter? That, but I guess that competitive thing doesn't leave you. He, uh, it really does matter to him that his perception will be that he's the greatest player of all time, you know. And and this is going to sound, um, I, I I don't know, heresy. I don't. He's not in my top three greatest players of all wow. time. Wow! Not even in my top three. Whoa! Whoa! I, Whoa. I, I still look at uh, at 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 the players. Don't throw water on that fire; it'll spread all over. That I know. So I know, much. Michael. I've known him a long time. Fire. And if I had to start a team, and my fr- that's the way I look at it. If I got to start a team from scratch, and I have to take somebody from NBA history. And start that team. I'm taking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for sure. He's the greatest player to ever. Play. Well, see, that's a different topic. They're playing skinny white go- white if, guys if with I, short shorts. If I then. had to start a team with anybody from NBA history, it would be Magic Johnson. You can play ta- any position on the court. I would take Kareem. Do we want to open this up to the listeners? For sure. Four three seven seven six four four. If you'd like to call in. Phones Any, are open. Two eight eight zero six four four is the text line. Dolph Shays. Two eight eight zero six four four. Any player in NBA history you would start your franchise with? I think Magic Johnson's a no-brainer. By the way, one little stat that I wanted to give you guys about Michael Jordan's net worth. He uh, so Nike founder Phil Knight in 1984 saw so much promise in Michael Jordan that he signed him for just an endorsement deal for two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. It was nothing, and now it's created him three billion dollars each year in revenue. They've obviously upped it. He makes $100 million a year in Nike revenue now, but his freshman year, they gave him two fifty, quarter million dollars a year. I pitched him the sickest show, Phil Knight. Um, I, I went in, you know, they've got the Nike campus in Oregon, and it is absolutely a full football field, golf city, you know, all this other stuff. And I said, I got a great idea for a show. 
I said, how much money does Nike spend on advertising dollars? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's you know, millions and millions and millions, tens of millions of dollars for the spots they do and to sell the products they have. They're a giant machine. I said, let's do American Idol, but with sports, and we'll do each sport a different a different season. We'll shorten version. So for basketball, you only have judges on the on the basketball panel be Nike signed guys. Mm-hmm. So Barkley, Jordan, and somebody else. Even if you couldn't get, but we, you get the idea. Allen Iverson, whatever, and they sit on the panel, and the guy comes out for the audition part, and he can show up to thirty seconds of film. And he tells his story. He can bring a coach. He can bring his mother and father, whatever. But he's got that one minute, like when you audition, to say, yeah, and you hear the story. I went to the University of Kansas. I blew my knee out as a sophomore. I'm now 26, but I've been playing. I've rehabbed it. I'm ready to go. And so the idea is you you invite a certain amount of guys, and then you use all Nike guys on the Nike campus, all wearing Nike equipment with the Nike swoosh in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's essentially... A one-hour Nike commercial the entire time. Sure, sure. And you get that part for free because sure. the show, people will watch that show. Yeah. So you train with Jordan, you train with this guy, you train with that guy, and then they have to play. And then the, the panel again votes or the coaches whittle it down until finally the last guy gets an NBA. The winner of it all gets an NBA contract. He Whoa. plays with somebody for, for the season. Um, or, or he gets an you know it's an invitation to play all of preseason and then he has to make the team whatever That'd be you do awesome the same show. you do the same thing with some of the other sports Nike has all the facilities but more importantly everyone's wearing I mean it pays for itself yeah. for Nike they shot me down they that would be an awesome great show. show it's a great show nothing by the way do you know Jordan wanted to sign with Adidas but Adidas wouldn't sign him because he wasn't over seven feet tall and they only signed players who were over seven feet tall. Talk about a regret. You're telling me. We'll be back with more. Did you miss the Daniel Baldwin show? The 2018 NBA draft lottery happened last night. Paulie was complaining about it quite extensively oh, on the social TV, media. It was the worst TV show ever. No, what made it so bad? Because it used it. to it used to be on at halftime of a basketball game where they could get it done in 15 minutes. This was an hour of just bull crap, just talking and blah blah blah. Isn't that what this is? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Baldwin show 10 to 11 mornings on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Orange Nation, noon to 2, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, Paulie and Josh, I have a a story that, yeah, I'm trying to get through the psychology of it. Um, A 25-year-old who posed as a high schooler to play basketball was an average player, so they're saying. I guess he was not, yeah. um, you know, some superstar. But this kid, man, uh, this man, uh, he went on to, uh, uh, as a Hurricane Harvey evacuee in order to attend and play basketball at Hillcrest High School in Dallas. Police say Sidney Bouvier Gilstrap Portly. Got a lot of names. A lot of names happening. He's been playing basketball for 90 years. (laughs) 
posed as a 17-year-old and played basketball for the Panthers this season. He was arrested Friday night, is charged with tampering with government records. Most troubling, the Dallas Morning News reports, he dated a 14-year-old in the school year. He also has a kid. So this guy, he's got a kid. Not by the 14-year-old. Not by the 14-year-old. And he claims he didn't do anything sexual with her. You know, (laughs) he didn't? What he claims. He was dating her because she was arm candy? It's it's such a weird story. It's a weird story. What was the game plan? Like, why? Because you want to play basketball, but you still got to go to class. So yeah, go just to play the a y. pickup line. Yeah, pay a pickup game. Well, <laughs> play go to the pick- Y or something. Yeah. Yeah. Play a pickup game. You don't get a fourteen-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's from Fresno County. You do, but you also don't have to do homework. <laughs> hey, that's my sister. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the kid he had previously played basketball at North Mesquite High School and Dallas Christian College. So he's played. See, that's what I mean. I think you're you're mistaking this. Uh, you were telling me that he went to some other school so that if they asked for his records, they could say he played there. No, I think I think back when he was 17, 18, 19, he actually played for North Mesquite High School and some and Dallas Christian College, as one might expect from a 25 year old playing against teens. He started for Hillcrest this season. Coaches voted him Offensive Player of the Year in his district classification. Well, <laughs> he took advantage of a loophole because I guess when Hurricane Harvey hit down there, they had a bunch of like schools that were destroyed. So you, if your school was destroyed, you could kind of try to just submit to another school, and that's what he did. He claimed that he was a Hurricane Harvey survivor and needed a place to go. Goes to this school, they put him on the team, and he just plays all year. Without anybody figuring out how old he actually is, but the point is, why is he is he going to classes every day? Is he putting up with all the high school stuff again? Well, the way he got caught, Philip Brandle, his former coach at North Mesquite, blew the whistle on the whole thing after being alerted a former player of his was still playing high school ball. Now we're talking about still playing high school ball two years later. He's twenty five. This yeah. is seven years or yeah. eight years later. He also gave an excellent quote to NBC on Giltrap Portley's skill level. He was an average player and a good kid. I'm surprised. Uh wow man. So I wonder what what was he trying to get out of it? You know, that's quite a interesting. Scholarship, but he they would have he would have never made it to college. They demand like birth certificates and stuff. Well, he played in college too. I know he played, he played out of college after high school. Did so, he just want a high school redo? Did he want to do it over? I think everybody wants. I that. don't. I don't want to go back. Like you wouldn't do it over again? No, because I'd I'd still be me, fat and gross. But you'd know more. Now I'm not saying be a weird. Like if you could take a time machine and go back to you when you were. 16 going in or 15 would you do it again now knowing what you know now knowing how to score? would i be in that old that body not this body yeah but you know how to score the poon now i still don't i'm 36 i don't know how. i think i think the thing that i've thought about before as i've gotten older is that i look at how what a badass i thought i was in football and blah, uh-huh. and even at 50 i could have gone in and beat the crap out of my own myself when i was yeah. 17 okay even the ladies take the ladies out would you not go back now and do it over again be a better student no be a better student and take a better job no i still hate school i could, i can't, i'm terrified of school like you wouldn't like we we don't have Baldwin money. There are no money. better jobs than so this. How you dare would you? go back. I don't know. I, I I've thought about. It. I think that's every man thinks about that. I don't think I would have changed anything I did with women. Thank you, girls. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I think I was. You know, I I met my quota there. Um, 
I think school-wise, academically, when I, you know, as I preach this to my own kids, um, I went, I might have tried to change that. But you know, I say that, and I wonder if I knew everything I knew now, I would tell you. Sadly, this doesn't matter. Well, for the field that I went into, you know, people laughed at Alec and I and told us, "You're yeah, right. You're going to be an actor." And, and uh, and we didn't let that discourage us. We continued to move forward towards you know what we we dreamt about, which I think is very important for someone to do, even if you fall. You know, I brought this up on a, on an earlier show. There's a great. He's not the voice of God, or nor is he really anybody I, I would have thought I would have gone to for motivational thinking. But Arnold Schwarzenegger does a piece on failing and the fear of failing. And he and you know when you listen to him speak in this like six seven minute piece, he, it talks about being the son of an Austrian police officer and you know Nazi Germany and just wanting to get out of there and 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 come to America. And he saw um, a, a, an article in a magazine about some English bodybuilder Max something or whoever he was, and he became in the movies in Hollywood. He became uh, Tarzan, I think, and and he said that's my out. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. I, I mean, that guy's a young teenager, yeah. maybe yeah. even preteen, twelve. He started working on his body, and he started. And everyone told him, you, you know, you're never going to make it in this. You know, do you know how hard it is to become? And he said, No, no, no. I'm going to be Mr. Olympia, Mr. Universe, Mr. America. I'm going to win it all. And 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 he continued when he got here and did Pumping Iron and everything, and said, I'm going to be a movie star. And they said, Arnold, you can barely speak English. Mm-hmm. You sound funny. You're not an actor. You don't have the skills. And he became arguably even bigger than Stallone, the biggest action hero of about two decades. He had a run. I mean, yeah. Then the governor of California, and I promise you, if not for the naturalization laws and requirements to be president, he'd probably be president of the United States. Mm-hmm. He was that popular and, and pretty popular for a governor, too, from a very, very big state. So he'd have carried California and the Electoral College. You know, But you just listen to him talk in this piece. And he talks about you. you can't, forget about the naysayers. Forget about the people that are going to question your ability. You have to be positive, and you cannot be afraid to fail. You can't be afraid to fail. And and it, it, those are words of wisdom, man. If you want to put it out there and see where you can go and what you can do in your life, you can't be afraid to fail because you're going to fail. It's part of it, and you learn from your failures, hopefully, so that you don't repeat them over and over again. And after that amazing diatribe, we'll be right back. I liked it. We'll be right back. Before we go, I want to uh, promote something happening tomorrow. First time in my illustrious radio career, my own illustrious career, I got a message from a national ESPN star asking me if he could come on a show because he wanted to be on with the host. So... So tomorrow, at, tomorrow yeah. at ten <laughs> at ten fifteen, Dave Pash does NBA and uh, college football and basketball on ESPN. Former voice of the Syracuse Orange said, "I am a huge Daniel Baldwin fan, and I wow. need to be on the show." So he will be joining us to talk NBA playoffs See, kids, tomorrow. Your dreams can come true. Your dreams can your come dreams true. Can come I've got true. Dave coming. You both you both have had the luxury and the luck of working of with, working with me. <laughs>
What a real <laughs> honor. That's what we have in common. <laughs> yes, that's your, that's your common bond. <laughs> suicide an option you order one? We'll come back. It's camera. All uh, the whatever. best local <laughs> takes. Daniel Baldwin. I do not believe even adding the great LeBron James to the Lakers gives them any kind of a guarantee, but they're they're not even in the top four, I don't think, in the West. Orientation. I can say it's the strength because he's he's the most dynamic player on the field. There's a better than 50% chance that he's not going to play all 12 games this year. Brent Axe. A lot of buzz is starting to build behind Jalen Carey. I like this kid. I like his moxie. I like his swagger. Did you miss a show on ESPN Syracuse? Listen back on iTunes or ESPNSyracuse.com. Follow the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. And we're back. Boys, I have to run this by you because I want to know if this is even possible. And I believe you are a fast food aficionado with all the travel that you do. But um, for some reason, I think Josh is even going to jump on this bandwagon oh, even I'm more so than excited. you. Josh is a bigger fast food guy than I am. I'm not. Is he? I'm not. Because I, don't, I, don't, I only go when I'm forced on the when road. When he's on the road, yeah. Well, you're not forced to eat their crap because all you got to do is, as I did with you... You pack a cooler and you I'm put good things in it. Not eating grapes like a loser in a car. I'm not a five-year-old. I'm not eating grapes like a loser. He's calling you a loser, Baldwin. What are you going to do about it? I'm a loser. It's not it? what I said. Well, you're putting words in my mouth. I eat grapes in the car. You had no problem sticking <laughs> your hand in my grape bag. Oh, you heard it first, Polly. Fondling my grapes. Polly grabbed Daniel Baldwin's grape <laughs> you bag. Did. And you know what else Go is to in the there? Press. A very large banana. <laughs> But you had no problem. I did not grab your skin, witch. <laughs> so, KFC is coming out with the skin, witch. Yes, they are. Okay, so it's a mound of of chicken skins that have been spiced and seasoned and then f- deep fried. Oh, that sounds good. Between two buns that can just sop up all the grease and oil that comes off this bad boy. Talk slow. Now, let's face it. You're having a piece of chicken at KFC. Okay, you're getting a big, you know, bucket. Extra crispy, bro. And you're getting extra crispy because the skin with the meat is what the real show is all about. Yes, it is. So they've just taken the process out, and they've pulled the skin off, and they're going to fry that bad boy into, and I mean, it's a mound. It's like, it looks like four big pieces of skin. Four skin, actually, is what I think they're, <laughs> they should have called it. <laughs> That's a good joke. It's a good joke. Where's the rest of the chicken go? You know what? I don't know if that's coming out with some other special <laughs> that's for, on the, the grilled for the non-fatties. Oh, that are gonna... maybe the grilled skin. Yeah, you're probably right. on the grilled there chicken. There you go. The grilled sandwich. So they found they were throwing that bad boy out, and now they're going, hey, hang on a second. Make the skin witch for so fatties. So they got the skin witch coming. It looks like it's got, on top of that, of all things to put on a skin witch, it looks like there's mayo, mayo on Mayo and there. pickles, yeah. Mayo and pickles on a skin witch. Damn right. Are you, yeah, you're, you're mowing down skin I witches, tried, I love skin. Like I like when you go to like a pig roast or something that crunchy pig you know, like pork skin I love it. Yeah. I, I eat a skin anything. <laughs> he does love pork skin. Mm. Not to sound all dumber on you, but I, I just want I some good fried chicken right now. I want fried chicken so bad. Do you just want, do you, it's watering in your Let's mouth. Let's go get now. fried chicken, Amber. Yeah, where are we going? Where who's got fried <laughs> chicken? KFC. Is the skin we go to which, KFC. Is the skin which out? No, not yet. Is it out yet? Can I make? Can I make it a special request for them? Can I just go throw me a? Give me a skin. Just witch. make me a skin witch. You know what they should do is they have that sandwich where the two chicken patties are the buns, the double down. 
So you ever seen that? It's two deep fried chicken patties. That's the bun. And then there's bacon and cheese in between it, and you eat it like that. So why wouldn't they take the two chicken patties and just smush all the skin in between it? Oh. I think they got to take the chicken out and just skin it up is what the idea of this sandwich is. It's just skin. This is like a nude beach. It's just skin. I mean, I'm, d- I'm down. I'm, not, I'm down. I'm opening that domain name. Just, just skin. skin. <laughs> I got a feeling it's already taken. Yeah. As soon as it came out of my mouth. We know they got Mr. Skin. Yes, they do. We love him. Uh, speaking of skin, maybe your hair is a little long. What? Listen to On the Block with Brent X all month. You could get a nice little trim. Oh. Uh, be caller five oh. when prompted by Brent. You can oh. get a haircut from Sports Clips on Brewerton and Road in Cicero from Sports Clips and ESPN Radio. I don't know about you. That was, a, that was an uncomfortable segue for yeah, me. Talking about skin. Yeah. Huh? Maybe thought- you like a, a, a number one razor and it goes down to the skin. Maybe going Brazilian, is that where you're oh, going? Oh, yeah, that's party. Can you go Brazilian over at uh, Supercuts or wherever they're going? Sports Clips. Sports Let's Clips. Sponsor. Okay, well, listen, it's your, it's your gig. <laughs> so if I go to Sports Clips, can I have them, uh, can I I have them take care of my business? I don't think so. Clean up the junk at Sports Clips? Can they do it? I'm sure they're really glad they spent money. He's got a valid question. Do they do do waxing and all that? I mean, some places, hair salons do nails and they do all kinds of stuff. This is going to be the longest 20 seconds of my life right now. Why are you worried about it? I'm bringing sports clips, sports clips, sports clips. I'm bringing national attention to sports clips. So if I'm going into sports clips, which by where I'm from, they have like really super beautiful girls in there dressed as referees and they're cutting your hair. I mean, it's the whole scene. Can you get a Brazilian? There's the question. We're going to look into it, and we'll be back tomorrow with more. ESPN Syracuse wants you on the Bob's True Value bus to the Mets versus Yankees at City Field on Sunday, June 10th. For just $115, you get tickets to the game, a bus ride from Frank's, Frank's Tours, to and from City Field, and Cam's Pizza on the way to Queens. Just go to ESPNSyracuse.com to buy your tickets. This is your chance to see a Subway Series game, all for just $115. So get to ESPN. ESPNSyracuse.com now to purchase yours from Bob's True Value and ESPN Syracuse.